Hey, greetings everyone and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. Today, I'd like to spend some time discussing the current pandemic that we are in and what social distancing means to us and what it's supposed to achieve and will that really take us to the end of this outbreak as we know it. It's pretty astonishing to see how the entire world has come to a grinding halt due to one virus, a virus that we are not in control of yet. And that's where social distancing has come into play in order to use it as a short-term tactic to avoid the spread of the virus and to flatten the curve, so to speak. Whenever there's a new virus, no one is immune. And a highly transferable virus like the current coronavirus that we have the one that's behind the current pandemic, can spread pretty quickly in a population that's never seen it or that's never experienced it. And that's what we are seeing today. So how do you control a pandemic? How do you control a virus that we just came to know about? Well, there's basically a couple of different factors in doing that. But before we get there, we need to understand the science behind it. In the case of this particular virus, we need to understand what's the threshold of its reproductive number? We need to understand what's the threshold of its infection, which is represented basically by its reproduction number, called the R0. In the case of coronavirus, that particular number is between 2 and 3, which basically means that anyone with symptoms of the virus, anyone who's been tested positive for the virus, can infect about 2 to 3 people on an average. And from there on, it multiplies further. So, how do we contain it? How do we make sure that it's not as lethal as it seems to be right now? Well, there's a couple of different ways to do it. One, we all know that a vaccine would be great in order to make sure that once someone has the symptoms, if they have the antibodies produced in their body, their body can fight the virus and win over it. That's what a vaccination does. But that seems to be months away before we can get to it. And there are pharma companies and governments which are acting pretty rapidly in terms of figuring that out. But it will take the time that it's needed. But in order for an entire population to be able to tackle a virus like this one, about two-thirds of the population would need to be infected to control it. So what does that mean? Well, that's what's called herd immunity. And what herd immunity means is that if there's a big enough group of people who have had the virus and who have developed immunity against it, then when the virus starts going after new hosts and every time it bumps into somebody who has the immunity against it, it becomes weaker and weaker. And over a period of time, it's totally non-lethal anymore. It's weaker. And as a result, it cannot infect people with the same capacity that it was doing prior. So how do you get to herd immunity. So for the kind of a population that we have worldwide, this means that anywhere between 2.5 billion to 5 billion people need to be infected in order to maintain that herd immunity. That's what we see with a lot of these other viruses and diseases out there. One way to do it, as we said, could be to find that vaccine, but that's going to take time. The other way to do it would be to allow the virus to go around freely infecting people which just cannot be done because that means that we're going to pay very heavily for it. 
in terms of lives. Millions of lives would be lost. And that's where flattening the curve comes into play, which is what the governments around the world are trying to do by asking people to maintain social distances, by social distancing. Well, social distancing is basically a term which, according to the CDC, means maintaining a distance of about six feet from each other. Why six feet? Because that's the amount of distance it takes when somebody sneezes or coughs for the droplets to come out and for the other person to absorb it. So if anybody is less than six feet, there is a chance that the droplets might fall on them or they might just be able to breathe them in. But if they're about six feet or more apart, then that doesn't happen. At the same time, it's also important to understand that we all have a personal space, a breathing space around us. So when we are normally breathing, apparently we can breathe three feet or more out as well. So by maintaining about six feet of distance between two people, we ensure or we take the safety precaution that any kind of contamination or transmission doesn't occur. And when you look at how much is six feet, well, if you have a bed and you stand on both ends of it, that's about six feet. If you have a sofa, you stand on both ends of it, that's about six feet. So you can measure it that way in order to understand what six feet really means and how to maintain that distance. But social distancing is one way of minimizing the potential danger that we have. And by ensuring that we stay at our homes, and by ensuring we maintain social distance when we talk to people or interact with them, we make it a point that anyone who's infected is not able to infect others. And that eventually will start flattening the curve and the number of infections as well as the number of deaths will start going down. But then the question comes up, how long do we have to do this? Well, ideally, until we have a vaccine. But economically, and societally, it kind of becomes difficult to continue to do that over a period of 12 to 18 months. So, whether we are in our homes or not, at a later point in time, we need to continue to practice social distancing in order to ensure that the number of cases are low. But how can we make sure that when we are out of our homes and when we are probably or probably not effectively practicing social distancing, that we still contain the virus. Well, the only way to do that would be to increase the number of tests that can be done, to frequently keep testing people with symptoms so that we recognize who's infected and then we have to do everything possible in order to contain that person, to make sure that we quarantine that person we find out about their dealings, interactions with different people over a period of time, and then we contain or quarantine those people as well. Target quarantining is what's going to be useful in order to contain the spread of the virus from time to time. In order to make sure this happens, there has to be a rigorous and rapid contact tracing after a positive case has been identified. And how that will be done is something that we all need to figure out as we move forward. But we got to get to the point where there's herd immunity so that the lethality of the virus goes down. At the same time, we also got to get to a point where we have a vaccine in place 
in order to tackle the virus. That's when the entire world will be safe from it. Meanwhile, stay safe, practice social distancing, not just for your own health, but for your community's health. Because this is one time where your health is tied with the community's health and the community's health is tied back to your health. We're all in this together. We're all fighting one single war for our own health as one world against the virus. Stay safe, stay home, practice social distancing. Hey, I hope you liked that episode. Do check out my website, rajivmudumba.com. And by the way, do check out Top Podcast Mastery Program that's out there on the website. And if you're interested in podcasting, if you're interested in creating a brand image for who you are and what you have to offer, definitely check that course out. I'm sure it's going to provide you immense value and it'll cut short your journey of researching podcasts by the weeks into a couple of hours to get started and moving on. Thank you very much. Thank you.